0: Hello, and welcome to Gilead. I'm Rebecca Anderson, one of the many pastors here, and I'm so glad you found us. On April 9, 2023, we did something a little bit different, even for us. We celebrated Easter without our traditional liturgical pinata. Somehow it still felt joyful, maybe because 80 or 90 of us had gathered for the Easter peep show, Gilead, and the world's first ever Easter burlesque church service, Our preacher was Reverend Vince Amlin, and boy, did he let it all hang out. Here's Vince. Easter has always been a striptease. I was very excited to realize that this week because sometimes you have to kind of shoehorn things into the theme, but this works. It starts in the dark, early morning spotlight on Mary Magdalene. She slips quietly out of her house. She doesn't want to wake anyone. She wants to be alone with the body. She doesn't know it, but in the stillness of the night, the act has already begun. unseen hand rolled the stone from the mouth of the tomb like it was nothing, just flung it away. And when Mary sees it, she gasps, but she doesn't go any closer. Not yet. Because God, like Gypsy Rose Lee, knows that if something is worth doing, it's worth doing slowly. Very slowly. So she goes back and wakes two of her friends, Peter and John. They don't get the slow thing like many men. (laughs) They race each other to the tomb, see who can get there first. John wins, so Peter loses. In fairness to them, they've been watching this show play out for a week already. Last Sunday, the crowds threw off their coats and dropped them at his feet. And then on Thursday, Jesus stripped his own and wrapped it around his waist and washed their feet so tenderly, like the kiss he shared with Judas in the garden that night. When the authorities showed up, they tried to grab one of the other disciples, but the young man took off running, leaving them holding his robe, naked and free. And the next day they stripped Jesus and threw dice for his clothes and they executed him. And the moment he died, the temple curtain, the one that separated ordinary space from holy space, it ripped right down. Oh, dang it. (laughs) It ripped right down the middle. But then it stopped. The whole show, the whole God in human drag act ended unsatisfyingly, and now it's Sunday, and John is bent over. This is in the text. (laughs) He's peeping into the tomb, and Peter is behind him, pressed up. John can see the linen wrappings that they had wound around their friend a few days ago no longer wound around anything. But he's afraid to go in, afraid of what he might see. Peter pushes past him, climbs down into the hole, and sure enough, he finds the cloths, one from his head, one from his body. (laughs) Thrown off, folded neatly, where they laid him. That's enough for the two of them. They take off to tell their friends the body is gone. They leave just in time to miss the big finish. But Mary sticks it out. I should get this out of my pocket. (laughs) There's something she's waiting to see, something she's longing to see, though it will be hard through her tears. She stares into the grave with that blurry vision and it looks like two angels are sitting there, right where he's supposed to be. And they ask her why she's crying and she tells them about that body, how she wants it, how she needs it. Just tell her where it is so she can hold it, so she can care for it tenderly. But that's all a distraction so that, like this cat. (laughs) So that Jesus can sneak up behind her for the final reveal. She turns around. I never figured out how to take pants off. But she still doesn't see him fully. She doesn't recognize him. She thinks he's the gardener. And then he calls her name and she knows. Mary. (laughs) A damningly slow clap. (laughs) And finally she sees him as he is. Easter has always been a striptease. And what it reveals is a body meant to excite us. And this, of course, is the point of the sermon where my body stops standing in for the body of Jesus. (laughs) As exciting as I know you found that. (laughs) The body that's uncovered at Easter is a world-changing body. Because that body is not just a body. It's a statement. It's a fuck you to the empire that executed him and to every other empire. It's a fuck you to colonialism, to state-sponsored murder. That body is a fuck you to organized religion, to everyone who jealously tries to keep God to themselves, to anything that dares to stand in the way between the holy and the ordinary. That body is the body that has crashed the gates of hell, that has emptied the place out, that has defeated sin and shame and fear and death, even death, and replaced it all with love. That body is not just any body. It's a body that won't quit. It's a body that goes on and on and on. And also that body is just a body. And this is where my body becomes a metaphor for Jesus' body again. (laughs) Because that body is just a body. Fat and hairy and sweaty and shaking and wrinkled and balding and broken and healed. That body is just a body, an ordinary human body. Because God loves bodies That body reminds us that God loves bodies, created bodies, gets excited by bodies, so much so that God had to have one so that they could see and hear and smell and taste and touch us, our bodies. And this is where your body becomes a metaphor for Jesus. Actually, it's not a metaphor. It's just you are Christ's body. You are a body with God in it. You are made in the image of God. You are living proof that God loves bodies. God made you beautiful and powerful beyond your knowing. And just to be clear, if your body came with blueprints for how it needed to change to be more fully your body, God loves the body you are becoming, or the bodies you move between, or any other way that you body. Because your body is more than a body. It is part of the change that God is making in this world, slowly, very slowly, to turn it into a place of love and justice. Your body is a fuck you to every death-dealing power that would try to kill it. Every state legislature, every hate-filled preacher, every bastard cop. Every capitalist lie that tells you you are incomplete without someone else or something else you need to buy or be, you are whole, you are good, you are saved, you are loved tenderly. You are living proof. That body of yours carrying God inside it, you are living proof that God loves bodies. Friends, you are living proof that love wins and life goes on and on and on.